And we had that. You. You had that. I had that. Somewhere between our youth and our adulthood, something got in the way. Something separated us from this thing that Jesus is calling us back to. And I I have a feeling that it is doubt. It is anxiety. It's fear. It's shame. Our unworthiness. And then more fear. You're a man of strong passion. A warrior of great courage. Designed and created to conquer. To crush it in singleness and marriage. To master fatherhood, finance, and health, you were made to reign in life. Gentlemen, welcome to the Made to Reign podcast, where we engage men like you, where you are in life. Hey, we empower you with biblical truth, and then we encourage you on your walk with Jesus. We get to do this through podcasts like these. We do this through our blog. We do it through our website, everything that we have going on in the social media sphere, and we do it on YouTube. So go ahead and make sure that you check us out there. We're a movement for all men, and all means all. All men, just like you, to rise up and take hold of their identities in Jesus. That's what this whole thing is about. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us on this Alive in Five segment of the podcast. This is a segment where I come in, give you a quick dose of motivation, and then I'm out of here. Guys, for all of you who are faithfully returning to the podcast and showing me so much love, I really appreciate your support. Thank you so much. And for all of you new guests, Thanks for giving us a try. I am so appreciative of you and I know that you will be blessed. Let's get to today's quick dose of motivation. This is coming from normal interactions with my children. Just every day, just looking at them, watching them grow up and teaching them. And what I'm starting to notice and see so much is a childlike faith. And that's exactly what Jesus calls us to have. And, and I kind of started to go back to the scripture and really see where this lines up. You have to imagine with me the type of excitement that the disciples must've been feeling, right? Because when they were asking Jesus, who is the greatest, a couple things had happened before this. So the disciples had already seen 5,000 people and that's 5,000 men, not including the women and the children. So they'd seen 5,000 men and their families fed. And then right after that, they saw 4,000 and they saw the crowds healed and they saw Jesus move in miraculous ways and casting out demons. And some of them even saw Jesus being transfigured. And right after all of this, Right, because we read the Bible in chapters and we think like so much time had passed in between. And really, this entire ministry of Jesus was just three years. So, right after this, we see the disciples wanting to engage Jesus with this question. And they say, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Hmm. And Jesus had every single right to look at them in the eye and says, How dare you? How dare you make it all about you? This isn't about you. Because guys, you got to remember, this is Jesus who's trying to change the world with humility, love, and meekness. And he's coming in, flipping all the religious systems on their head. And, And the disciples, all they know is the religious system, right? Like there is a hierarchy in the Pharisees and the Sadducees. There is a hierarchy even in their culture because they're in the Roman culture. And they're asking, who is the greatest? Is it, is it the three that saw you transfigured? Because we're pretty much, we're the exclusive paparazzi. Like we're with, you, we're with you all of the time. 
Is it, is it all of us? I mean, who, which one is it? Peter? Is it John? Is it James? I mean, which one, Jesus, which one of us is the greatest? And Jesus goes about it this way. He says, he calls over a child and sets him before them. He says, truly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus says this, whoever then humbles himself as this child, he is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And they're like, how really? Like, how is that? How can this child here be the greatest in the kingdom? Because you guys got to realize their interaction with children is so different from ours. So Dyfus, our culture and our nation has completely changed the way that we even interact with children, right? But back then, children would die from diseases. They would die from injuries like early on. Back then, the children just didn't have the same amount of rights, the same amount of privileges as they do here, right? So how is it that this child, maybe even an uneducated child, is greater than this man? But you know what? As I look at my kids, I see what Jesus means. I see it. I understand it. Because when I look at my five-year-old son, who I had laid in bed and read him a bedtime story, and I see him repeating the story of Jesus crushing the head of the enemy over and over and proclaiming it as truth and then telling it to his little sister, right? So I got my five-year-old ministering to my three-year-old. Guys, when I see that faith in what he hears, and just wanting to tell it to the world, I'm reminded of what Jesus is talking about here. And then I see my three-year-old daughter who's running a 104 degree fever and the medicine is not doing anything. And so I, as a parent, I just, all I could do is just give her either Netflix or Disney plus, but she wants neither. She wants YouTube. Why? <laughs> Guys, because she wants to listen to worship music and you hear my daughter in the other room. I couldn't make this up. My three-year-old, actually, she wasn't even three at the time yet. She's singing, Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper. Guys, that's the childlike faith that Jesus is talking about. And we had that. You, you had that. I had that. Somewhere between our youth and our adulthood, something got in the way. Something separated us from this thing that Jesus is calling us back to. And I, I have a feeling that it is doubt. It is anxiety. It's fear. It's shame. Our, our unworthiness, and then more fear. But the thing is, is that we have access to Jesus right now to be able to untangle ourselves from all of these things that are weighing us down and keeping us tied here down to the ground and rise up into this knowledge of Jesus and for what God has in store for us now, raise our minds to heavenly places and understand what he means by childlike faith. He's calling you to that. He's calling me to that. And I want to ask you, men, are you pursuing childlike faith? Until next time, continue to march. Gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into the Made to Rain podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you want to go a little bit deeper, go ahead and check us out at madetorain.org. Again, that's madetorain.org. There you'll be able to find more resources 
podcast episodes and other videos that are just going to help you on your walk with Christ. Guys, all we want to do is engage you where you are. We want to empower you with truth and encourage you on your walk with Christ. If you want to submit some questions, I'd encourage you to get on Instagram at made to rain. Send us a DM with your questions. I'm always asking our followers if there's any questions that they want to submit and we get them on here, guys. We've done a couple shows like that and it's been awesome. I love getting your feedback. Also, you can go on the website, find the questions tab and submit your questions there. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, continue to march.